We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, guys. It's Bud Harris here the Better Panther Ranch Podcast. It's Wednesday, hump day. Two more days of this mess after today and another another uh, another weekend this summer. Well, finally back in Houston. Made it back Monday night, probably 8 o'clock. And uh, I was hurting all day yesterday and I'm on call for the medical center, which sucks, but... Oh well, it's just part of what I had to do when I when I came back. Anyways, had a great visit. Uh, you know, I pretty much stayed in uh, West Mifflin, and uh, it's just odd how that whole area is just. Uh, it just I don't know, it seems like it's slowly fading away. I mean. You know, the, the mall's still the mall's still around, but it's gonna be dead here pretty soon. If it's not already. I mean that whole area is just a disaster, but what's crazy is the, the shopping center by the mall, Southland. It's freaking booming. I mean it's really busy. I mean a lot of stores are doing stores are doing well. Chick-fil-A's still there, Chipotle's still there, and they got still at Starbucks. Which, uh, you know, maybe that store is just new, but I've, I've got some, I've heard some real, uh, some not so great reviews with that Starbucks there. But to be honest, Pittsburgh's a little different than Houston. Uh, Houston people love their Starbucks. I don't. It seems to me Pittsburgh's more of a Dunkin' Donuts type of city. Because pretty much everywhere I went there was a freaking Dunkin' Donuts. And yeah, they have good coffee. But um, I would say one of the most depressing parts of the journey was, you know, I went to um, went, went to visit my cousin Penn Hills, and we take, uh, you know, from where we live, we we cut through West Bethel, we go through Swiss, we go through Duquesne, and then we uh, go through Swissville to get on three seventy six. And it's just odd how that that whole area has changed. And like the uh, the shopping centers by Kennywood. Well, the one you know, the one on the top of the hills you know, seems to be doing all right. The one on the bottom though that had Kmart and all kind of stores. I mean, it's 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 depressed. I mean, for one thing, they tore down Kmart's and what used to be like the red, white, and blue, you know, the the, the uh, thrift store, and of course there was thrift there was thrift drug. That's pretty much that's all gone. I mean, that shopping center is just. Concrete, and then you know, you have, you have Ponderosa, 
and that's all boarded up. There used to be a Chinese buffet, I remember, after, not long after that. There was a Taco Bell there at one time, and Taco Bell is gone. But the uh, McDonald's and Long John Silver's are still doing things, and it's just that whole, just that whole drive, it just uh, seemed there was, I don't know, just, it's crazy, like, you know, drive my dad and point out things that used to be there, or point stuff that used to be open, and and how, you know, a lot of these areas, you know, especially the main drags, they were at least done up, and it's just, it just looks like they're all falling apart now. But I will say it's good that they're, that they're fixing the traffic patterns a bit. You know, I was driving on 51, I was driving on 51 towards downtown, and I noticed the, uh, that whole area around McNeely Road and all that. That looks a lot better than what it was, because it, it was a clusterfuck for the longest time. I mean, I could be wrong, maybe it still is now, maybe it made it worse, but it, it seemed fine to me. But, uh, one thing I noticed driving, you know, to visit my cousin Penn Hills is a lot of the areas that Westinghouse occupy, a lot, a lot of, a lot of the uh, land and buildings, they're they're all deserted now. I mean, you, you got that research park; it's freaking a, a ghost town. And of course, there's there's that one uh, there's that one area where the they, they used to the Westinghouse logo. That's that's done too. It's it's for sale. And what's crazy is the Holiday Inn Express, I think is what it was, that was off by the Wilkinsburg exit. That's not a freaking Guardian self-storage. It's just amazing. But, uh, you know, it was, but other than that, I mean, the city still hasn't changed a whole lot to me. I mean, that's what's great about Pittsburgh is not a lot changes, so when you come back, it's almost like nothing, you know, never left. Uh, I did check out the waterfront before I left, you know, left and had a few drinks and you know, with some buddies and I mean that was a Saturday night and the waterfront wasn't really busy. I mean at least I mean traffic wise, I mean at night it wasn't crazy, but of course over the weekend supposedly there was a there was some UFC stuff and there was uh, supposedly some festival going on and you know downtown I know I noticed the Traffic going in downtown was crazy. But anyways, I had a great time. It was a great visit. And hopefully I can get back there again. And while we stick on the topic of the whole Steelers thing, I mean, with Pittsburgh, you know, Levy and Bell turned down, obviously, $33 million in guaranteed money. And he wants a lot more. To me, I think, I think Pittsburgh, I think the steers went back and forth on this guy for the last few years over over his, over getting him a, a deal, and the Steelers are pretty much going to have to just cut their losses and just move on. They got him for a year, you know, but he's probably going to sit out for most of it. And I think he gets like at least eight games to sit out, but. He's gonna get. He's gonna lose money for every practice he misses as well, because that's what happened with Dwayne Brown last year and with the Texans. He was uh, he was taking a fine every time he missed practice. 
I believe also in game two. And he, you know, he had the money to do it. But the thing about Dwayne Brown is, it's, what's different about him is, he just signed a, uh, he, at the time he just signed a long-term deal. I think he was in the second year of his deal, and he wanted more money all of a sudden. And in reality, the guy wanted out of Houston. And he got his wish. He got to Seattle. And there's obviously a lot more than that. You know, all of a sudden, I mean, all of a sudden that year, it just, you had the, you know, the kneeling and all that controversy. And, you know, stuff came up about Bob there. And I guess there were some clip, clips about inmates running the asylum and, or prison. And, you know, of course he said he didn't mean the players. He meant some other people with whatever that is, but he uh, allowed Dwayne Brown, obviously, to, you know, to expose his feelings about Bob McNair. Maybe you know, maybe Dwayne and him didn't see eye to eye after a while, and, and he was just there because, you know, the, you know, the money was good. And maybe he just got sick of, you know, <laughs> it got to the point where maybe the money was good, and didn't really matter if he was good. Didn't like where he was, and sometimes you happen in your profession, your job professions, where you just have a lot. Of, you just get a lot of money. That's it. You don't really get much out of what you're doing, or, or you're just not happy. You just have a lot more money, and that's what happens with counter offers. You know, you may leave a toxic situation. They may want you to stay, and at the end of the day, you know, shit's not going to change, and at the end, of, you know, you end up with just more money. That's all. And of course, when when round the layoffs come, they cut you first because they remembered you tried to leave. And yeah, that's the thing about counter offers is I'm, they're great, but sometimes management can can be petty when they want to be. But with Lovey and Bell, I mean the guy's been his situation is a little different from uh, Dwayne Brown because Dwayne Brown. Sign, or he had a deal signed. He, Bell's been pretty much been franchise tagged every year because they can't get a can't get a deal going for him. And his um, agent is saying that he doesn't want to pay as a running back. He wants to pay as an offensive weapon. Which I can't fault their uh, their argument. There, I mean, if you look at what Bell did the last, you know, the last year, over a thousand yards rushing, the guy caught a ton of passes. He's obviously a dual threat running back. He can catch passes out of the backfield. He can, he makes things happen. But he played. A, I mean, this is the first full season I think he's played in some time because. If he's not being suspended for uh, for violating league policy, he's hurt usually. And a lot, and he always gets hurt late in the playoffs. And that's the time you need him. I mean, it's like Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul could be could be final year, and then he gets like like this, like this past year, he got hurt in the playoffs. And that's pretty much you know kind of like what happened with the Clippers. But um, 
with Bell, he's young, and I obviously he's, he's going to test the market after this year. I think in his case, he'll probably sell most of year to stay healthy, but there's no guarantee that, uh, you know, he can avoid injury because he'll eventually have to play. And I don't know, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Anything, you know, strange things happen. If he yanks an ACL, then yeah, he's pretty much not going to get what he what he wants in the market the next year. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, he's pretty much got the good one. I mean, his options are trying to find a team who's willing to pay him that money, who has the cap space. Or his other options, finding teams that are in desperate need of a guy like him. Maybe they're um, they want to win a Super Bowl that year. They want to make a big run. They need a running back, and they uh, break the bank and give him what he wants. It may not be for for uh, long term, maybe a year or two years, but maybe he gets more than seventeen million, million guaranteed a year. So. He's got his options. I mean, he's pretty much doing... You can say he's doing almost what Darrell Rebus used to do when he would do his contracts as well. So, yeah, it's it was it's obviously not, not wise from the turn down the deal he was doing. That's as good as the... That's, that's been, the deal of Steelers gave was a really good deal. But... It's a business, and the business goes both ways. The Steelers got to do its best for them, especially with the cap. And Le'Veon Bell has got to do its best for him. So he's got to get paid because you know that you got guys retiring now, earlier ages now. So they're trying to make the money now so they can, you know, when the money starts disappearing. Which you know, which you saw with Demarco Murray. I mean, he was. I mean, after Dallas, he was t- pretty much towards the end of his shelf life, and I think he realized that and decided there's no, there's no point. In, you know, beat myself up for you know for maybe a million or two million guaranteed a year. The hell with it. I mean, it's great money, but I guess there's other things he can do. And as long as he's got his money invested and saved, he's good. Obviously, that saga will continue on, and I'm sure as training camp goes along, we'll, we'll do more with it. I mean, and in the case, uh, as we move on from that, obviously this gives James Conner an opportunity. And if anything with James Conner, gives him a, an audition for the NFL, because as Pitt fans... James Conner doesn't have to really approve a damn thing to us anymore, ever. The guy already made his market pit, so he doesn't have to prove shit to us. As to who he is and the type of the player and the football player he is, it doesn't matter. I mean, I can care. I mean, if he gets released tomorrow by the Steelers, I could care less. He already showed us on the field what he did. 
and off of it. So, really, I can care less. Because, you know, for one thing, he had a great college career. He obviously, you know, he, he missed a year. First, he, was in, he got injured, which was unfortunate. But then he gets diagnosed with cancer, and he came back at the end of that season. This will be his final year, Pitt. He came at the end very strong. You could tell he was getting stronger by, by each game. Obviously, he wasn't used much a whole lot last year with, with the Steelers. And there's, you know, there's a lot of um, talk about his, um, his, you know, the fact that, you know, he was drafted. And a lot of people, there's some people, a lot of non-pit people, more like, I guess, you, more like West Virginia, Penn State-ish type people that said that this pick was like more of a sympathy pick that felt bad for him. They just decide, oh, we're just going to pick Connor. You know, great story. The Steelers aren't going to waste a feel-good story in a third round, guys. I mean, this is a Michael Sams. I mean, you know, Michael Sams obviously was a great college player, but he hit the get the but the guy reached the ceiling in college, and he wasn't going to really do much in the pros. The fact that he got drafted was was an accomplishment. So, I mean, that's the thing about college players is a lot of them do really good in college because they hit their ceilings then. And when it comes down to it, when the draft comes, a lot of them may not get drafted at all. Some get, some get drafted late, some restricted free agents. But obviously the Steelers saw something caught in a draft you know, as early as they did. So, I don't, so spare me the whole feel-good story crap. You know, for Connor, obviously this is an audition for him. If um, Levy and Bell's going to sit on most of the year, because he's going to get the bulk of the carries. The guys obviously got to be raised as if you know, you know, like all backups, especially no matter what they do, what position they're at, they're they're always going to be training as if they're as if they're starting the next week, because that's the mentality you got to have. Because anytime when these guys can go down, and you got to go in there and you got to really take it to the next level. Because when you're a backup and you're second string, they're not they they really don't think much of you at that point. If anything, you're just there to you're just there for cleanup duty, that's it. So he's obviously gonna kick it up a notch in this train camp and of course this season itself. Because this is an audition for him as well, because the Steelers can, you know because um, the Steelers, you know, if they see how great he's doing, they may say, hey, you know. We may not need Lovey and Bell anymore. We got this guy. So, a lot to think about here. So, and for Connor, he gets to show these people that said, well, you know, he shouldn't have been drafted this early because, you know, he should have been drafted this early. You know, it was just some, some sympathetic super, story. James Connor doesn't need a freaking sympathetic story at all. Ever. So, there's that. But, if we're really looking at it, I don't see the steer. I didn't really see the steers going to the Super Bowl this year anyway. 
I don't think they're ever going to go back for a while. They had some golden opportunities to go back, and they run on Levy and Bell to go lose in the second round to whoever. I mean, I mean, Bell obviously wasn't to blame for uh, what happened this past year. I mean, Jacksonville just destroyed our defense. I mean, nobody saw that coming ever. But let's just take a break from that and let's talk about Heather Like. Uh, Heather obviously was in, you know, there was an article that was published about her de- de- quote unquote defending uh, the coaching changes. And the thing about Heather is she hasn't defend a damn thing. In the case of Heather Like, it's one of those things where if you're not doing your job and you're not winning games, she doesn't. You're gonna get you're gonna lose your job. She, she's, I mean, she's one of these obviously ads that doesn't accept mediocrity, and she's actually sticking by it by, <laughs> by chopping these people off at the bit. Kevin Stallings was a no-brainer; it had to happen. Joe Jordana supposedly retired on his own, and maybe Jordana saw what was eventually going to happen. He saw what was coming. He knew there was changes coming, and that's what happens when you have a new ad. New manager, new director. No matter what position, you know, no, matter, no matter where you're at in life, they make change. You get high, a lot of times when new manager comes in, new, more changes come. And sometimes you're you're that you know, you're you're the casualty. That's just life in the big city. But you know he he got the you know he he got them so far in AC ACC tournament. The man got to retire gracefully, so... Overall, the guy had a really decent career. Although, it's funny, I was at the bar Sunday, Saturday night, and I think one guy, I guess, I guess knew of him and said, I guess, supposedly, he was showing him late to practices and even pit baseball games. I'm not sure how true that is, but... I guess, I've, you know, some stories have circulated on Twitter as well about him. And I guess some people said he's... I guess it could be lazy. But if that's the case, if you look at his, some of the some of the records he had, shoot, if he was not really that lazy, maybe he would have you know got them to the torment a few times. But you know, a lot of changes had to happen. I mean the uh, the whole wrestling thing which is a lawsuit now because the guy who got fired is suing them. Claiming I guess over discrimination. Scott Barnes obviously removed him after the whole incident the, the players had with the hookers. But I guess ordered him from you know Craigslist or Backpage or whatever, you know, thing is thing with that. Which I mean, I, I didn't I, I didn't understand why they, they removed the wrestling coach over that. I mean, what, what what could a coach have done in that situation? I mean, I don't think he expected these guys to go and uh, go go and order hookers. I mean, of course they did it as a joke. The thing is, is you can't really with hookers. You can't joke with them and their money. I mean, because their their time is their 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 time is their money. So if you're not if you if you're doing it just to be funny with them, bad things are gonna happen because that this is how they make their living. So if you're gonna f with their living, they're gonna make you pay because I mean, unless I mean, unless they're working for themselves. You know, obviously, if they have a, uh, a guy they're reporting to, 
I guess a pimp or John or whatever you call it. And if they come back with no money, then for him, he's, you know, or her, depending who they're working for, they're going to have a bad time. (laughs) So you can't mess with hookers and their money. So, I mean, yeah, suppose they got robbed, but that's the thing. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna piss with them their money, that's what's gonna happen. But when you when you piss with hookers, when you when you when you try to be funny with them, they're gonna rob you because they gotta get paid. That's that's part of the game. So you know, I don't know what to tell them at that that point. I mean, I'm not sure what the what the coach could have told them at that point. I mean. I mean, before the season begins, hey guys, don't don't order hookers, all right? I mean, for him, for him to be to be removed and not reinstated, there had been some other things to be there that were going on. Not sure they were, but it's either that or maybe Scott Barnes wanted to bring in his own guy, and then Heather likes saw this opportunity to bring her own, to bring her own person in. Who knows? But anyways, guys, we're at 25 minutes. Hell to pit. Enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, ACC, ACC talk, you know, media day is coming up. We'll talk about that later. Maybe later in the week we'll see. And, of course, we do got to talk about the season coming up. We got to talk We got to talk, talk ACC football, man. We got we to gotta talk about who we like and, you know, you know, our obvious predictions and things. So we got we got to do that. So you know, late July is the is the time to do all this stuff because it's fun. So all right, guys, I'm done. Definitely now. Have fun. Bye.